We celebrate today the fourth Sunday of Easter, Good Shepherd Sunday. Our celebrant today is Father Robert, and he is assisted by Deacon Don. We are mindful to check our cell phones, that they're on silent or off. If you wish to follow the readings in the Missalette, they can be found on page 106, the fourth Sunday of Easter. And our opening hymn is in the red hymn book, number 515. This is the feast of victory for our God. In the red hymn book, 515. Please stand as we begin this great celebration. <clears throat> In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus, the love of God our <coughs> Father, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are Son of God and Son of Mary. Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are Word made flesh and splendor of the Father. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Yeah. 
Almighty, ever-living God, lead us to a share in the joys of heaven so that the humble flock may reach where the brave shepherd has gone before, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Paul and Barnabas continued on from Perga and reached Antioch in Pisidia. On the Sabbath, they entered the synagogue and took their seats. Many Jews and worshipers who were converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, who spoke to them and urged them to remain faithful to the grace of God. On the following Sabbath, almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord. When the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy and with violent abuse contradicted what Paul said. Both Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly and said, It was necessary that the word of God be spoken to you first. But since you reject it and condemn yourselves as unworthy of eternal life, we now turn to the Gentiles. For so the Lord has commanded us. I have made you a light to the Gentiles, that you may be an instrument of salvation to the ends of the earth. The Gentiles were delighted when they heard this and glorified the word of the Lord. All who were destined for eternal life came to believe, and the word of the Lord continued to spread through the whole region. The Jews, however, incited the women of prominence who were worshipers and the leading men of the city, stirred up a persecution against Paul and Barnabas, and expelled them from their territory. So they shook the dust from their feet in protest against them and went to Iconium. The disciples were filled with joy and the Holy Spirit. The word of the Lord.
reading from the book of Revelation. I, John, had a vision of a great multitude which no one could count, from every nation, race, people, and tongue. They stood before the throne and before the Lamb, wearing white robes and holding palm branches in their hands. Then one of the elders said to me, these are the ones who have survived the time of great distress. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. For this reason, they stand before God's throne and worship him day and night in his temple. The one who sits on the throne will shelter them. They will not hunger or thirst anymore, nor will the sun or any heat strike them. For the lamb who is in the center of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to springs of life-giving water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. The word of the Lord. gospel according to John. 
Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. Friends, let me begin by first extending my best wishes to all the mothers, grandmothers, and spiritual mothers in our congregation. May this day be blessed and joyful, joy-filled for all of you. And Father Robert has a very special blessing for you at the end of this Mass. Those of you who know me can attest that I am a great sports fan, and so are my two sons. One of my sons got to attend a Pelicans home game a couple of weeks ago in which the Pelicans had to win to get into the playoffs. He did what all enthusiastic sports fans do. He put on his Pelicans attire before heading off to the game, one in which the Pels organization was handing out red Pelican team t-shirts to every fan. It was part of their desire to stir up excitement in their fans, and it turned out to be an exciting night for my son and, I imagine, all of the team's fans as the Pelicans pulled out a close win. According to my son, there was great zeal and fervor in that arena, and I am sure most of you can relate to this. Living in this part of southeastern Louisiana, most of you have experienced this type of enthusiasm, whether it be going to a Saints game or tailgating at LSU home games. But what about when it comes to our faith? Are we excited to be coming to Mass, or do we come only because we believe that we are obligated? As people of Christian belief, we need to be enthusiastic about our faith. We need to let others know that we are excited to be sons and daughters of God through our Lord Jesus Christ. In our first reading from the Acts of the Apostles, we are told that the Gentiles were delighted when they heard the words of Paul and Barnabas. For so the Lord has commanded us, I have made you a light to the Gentiles, that you may be an instrument of salvation to the ends of the earth. And the Gentiles glorified the word of God, demonstrating their fervor and love for the Lord. This response to the message of Paul and Barnabas was in stark contrast to the attitude of many of the Jews. The Jews who refused to listen to Paul and Barnabas were rejecting the word of God and showed themselves unworthy of eternal life. However, the joy and praise of the Gentiles were signs that they, that they belong among those who are destined for eternal life. Isn't it interesting that the Gentiles, who for many had spent their lives following a pagan religion, are now thrilled and filled with joy to be offered eternal life, whereas the Jews, the chosen people reject the disciples' message. The Gentiles opened their hearts and minds to the gift of eternal life, but the Jews, because of pride and perhaps jealousy, closed theirs. The zeal of the Gentiles revealed a thirst for a true God. Their worship of pagan gods must have left them empty. They were able to see them for what they were just the work of men's hands. 
they had come to the realization that these gods were not concerned about their welfare. So when they heard the message that the Christians revealed of a true God who loved mankind so much that he sent his son to redeem man and offer eternal life, this was a startling but welcome message for them. Which brings us to today's gospel reading. In this gospel, we hear some of the most comforting and reassuring words ever spoken by Jesus. My sheep hear my voice. Christ ends by saying, and no one can take them out of my Father's hands, for the Father and I are one. Friends, these words should inspire us to be filled with such gratitude that we, we would want to proclaim the goodness of Jesus, our Lord and our God, to everyone. Jesus is promising us and all of our loved ones eternal life. We are known by Jesus and we will never perish. Temporal death is not final. So how do we Christians today become excited about our faith? and manifest this excitement to others. It begins with prayer. So as we come up to receive the Holy Eucharist, we ask God to strengthen our faith and grant us a grateful heart. Then we remember that we are wayfarers. We are on a journey. This life is not all there is. Our mortal life will end someday but Christ has promised us eternal life if we listen to him and follow him. So we make a commitment to give God more than just the bare minimum. We start off each day by thanking God for all the blessings he has given us. We strive to go to mass as often as we can. We talk about the scriptures with our family and friends. We ask our family to pray with us every day, even if it is just saying the Our Father prayer. We join a rosary group, or we start one together with our family and friends. Unlike sports fans, we don't have to walk around with painted faces, huge wigs, and jerseys to show our zeal for our faith but we do need to listen to Christ and follow him. That means we are to bring Christ to others and accompany them on their faith journey. This is what the apostles and heavenly saints did, and this is what is asked of us also. Professing the faith we share, I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For us men, for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father he will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. 
I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic Church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Lord, again this day we turn to you in our every need, confident of your loving providence. Our response is, Lord, hear our prayer. For the church, that we may be a light in the darkness and an instrument of salvation to the ends of the world, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the justices of the Supreme Court of the United States, that God may grant them wisdom and courage to make decisions that safeguard the rights of the least among us, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For every child, and especially for those who live in their mother's womb, that they might grow in the image and likeness of God who made them, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our mothers, living and deceased, who gave us life and love, that we may show them reverence and love, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For mothers who have lost a child through death, that their faith may give them hope and their family and friends support and console them, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For young men and women, that God may give them the gifts of understanding to discern their service to the church, the priesthood, the diaconate, or consecrated life, and for the gift of courage to follow his call, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have died, especially David Henry, that they may be judged in mercy on the last day and rise in glory and grace into the kingdom of God, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace in Ukraine, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for Jack, Betty, and Scott Salter, for whom this Mass is being offered, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Loving God, you sent your Son to be our Good Shepherd, protecting us from danger, comforting us in sorrow, guiding us in life. Grant us the grace to shepherd each other as you grant the prayers we make through Jesus Christ, our risen Lord and Savior. Amen. 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 Let us pray together our family prayer found in, in the front of Red Hymnal. Loving, Loving and faithful, and faithful God, God, through the through years, years the people, the people of, our of our archdiocese have appreciated the prayers and love of Our Lady of Promise in times of war, disaster, epidemic, and illness. We come to you, Father, with Mary, our mother, and ask you to help us in the battle of today against violence, murder, and racism. We implore you to give us your wisdom that we may build a community founded on the values of Jesus which gives respect to the life and dignity of all people. Bless parents that they may form their children in faith. Bless and protect our youth that they may be peacemakers of our time. Give consolation to those who have lost loved ones through violence. Hear our prayer give us the perseverance to be a voice for life and human dignity in our community. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Our Lady of Prompt Support, hasten to help us. Mother Henrietta Lil, pray for us that we may be the Holy Family. Amen. The second collection is for the Diocesan Priest Retirement Fund. Our offertory can be found in the blue hymn book in honor of our Blessed Lady during this month of May. Number 564, Hail Mary, Gentle Woman. In the red hymn book, number 564.
pray, sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that we may always find delight in these Paschal mysteries, so that the renewal constantly at work within us may be the cause of our unending joy. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time, above all, to loud you yet more gloriously when Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed. By the oblation of his body, he brought the sacrifices of old to fulfillment in the reality of the cross. And by commending himself to you for our salvation, showed himself the priest, the altar, and the lamb of sacrifice. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic host sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously, Make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it, to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many 
for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with Saint Peter, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Gregory, our bishop, his assisting bishops, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family, whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admission admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, the glory are yours now and forever. 
Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other a sign of peace.
Our song of praise during communion in the red hymn book, number 36, Shepherd Me, O God, in the red hymn book, number 36.
Let us pray. Look upon your flock, kind shepherd, and be pleased to settle in eternal pastures the sheep you have redeemed by the precious blood of your Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. As promised, a special blessing for all mothers and grandmothers and others who, again, have spiritual motherhood in our lives. Loving God, as a mother gives life and nourishment to her children, so you watch over your church, bless these women, that they may be strengthened as Christian mothers. Let the example of their faith and love shine forth. Grant that we, their sons and daughters, friends and family, may honor them always with a spirit of profound respect. Grant this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you all, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has ended. Go forth glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Saint Michael, the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection. And in honor of our Blessed Lady in the Red Hymn Book, number 883, Hail, Holy Queen, enthroned above, 883 in the Red. 